Welcome back to Growing in His Word. I'm Pastor Joseph, and wow, it's been a big challenge, man, getting this last sermon out. It was, it's about Judas, and Judas was a betrayer, and we have so many believers that claim to be believers, and they betray us, and we can't get upset, man. We, even though we want to get so angry and upset, we can't allow the enemy to rob us from our joy, like First John says. The Bible talks about our joy being robbed, and how Satan will try to rob it. And we can't let the devil rob our joy. Jesus Christ came, he died, and he rose again for the reason that, of that. And so, Father, we come before you. We thank you for this word, Lord. We just ask that you be with us this time. Lord, we thank you for uh, just showing up today, Father, and, and coming before us, Lord. Lord, we love you, Jesus. We give you the glory for everything that we do. And teach us today, Father, your word through your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, welcome back, man, to uh, Growing in His Word. This is Joseph. Listen, we talked last week, man, about Judas. Uh, we were Ju- coming up to Judas, how Judas is going to betray Jesus. And here we are, man. And when Jesus knew in himself that his disciples last week, we talked about in verse uh, 61, it says in chapter 6, when Jesus knew himself, his disciples complained about this. He said to them, does this offend you? Because they were talking about eating his blood, eating his flesh and drinking his blood. And they were confused. And guess who causes confusion? Satan. And so the enemy causes confusion. He's getting the disciples upset. He's rallying up the disciples. The Jews are getting upset. Uh, Israel's getting upset. They're, they're going to be, Jesus is going to be rejected by many followers. And we're seeing the Holy Spirit work. But we see in verse 61 where, he's, in 60, 61 where he says, When Jesus knew in himself that his disciples, now these are his disciples, and we are his disciples, believers. Do you understand what, we're, what I'm saying here? And Jesus, listen to this, and he said that, and so in verse, verse 61, it says, When Jesus knew in himself that his disciples complained about this, he said to them, Does this offend you? What then if you should see the Son of Man ascend where, where he was before? 60, in verse 63, it says, Is this the Spirit? It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit, and they are life. But they, listen to this, but there are some of you who do not believe. Wow. For Jesus already knew from the beginning who they were and who did not believe. And listen to this, and who would betray him. And that's where we left off. Wow. Here we go, man. Oh, wow. This is going to be deep. Listen, the enemy wants to divide. Listen to me. Believers, he wants to divide you. He wants to lie to you. He's a liar, a thief, a crook, a manipulator, a plant, a thought planter. He plants thoughts. He he worked against Jesus. He worked against Adam and Eve. Man, this disobedience goes all the way to the Garden of Eden, where where, where God was telling Adam and Eve, "Don't eat it." He gave them a choice, and Jesus is going to give Judas a choice. And listen to this. I'm so excited. I'm so pumped up, man. I can't even stop talking about it. Yesterday, I was sharing on the street with these guys. And um, here I am sipping my green tea. I'm just so excited. Listen to this. God hand, God handpicked uh, Judas. Okay? He handpicked him. But let's, let's move on. Let me read this to you. And verse 65 says, And he said, Therefore, 
I have said to you that no one can come to me unless it has been granted to him by the Father. From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked with him no more. They booked. They quit. They left. Then Jesus said to the twelve, and this is what, this is what hurts me. This is what makes me so sad, believers, podcast listeners. I sat here and I prayed and I asked God to show me and I'm going to take you guys on a journey on this chapter. It's going to make your life really understand how important it is being a Christian. Listen to this. We can't quit. I'm begging you, believers, listen to me. Do not quit. Please do not quit. Satan is a liar. Whatever you're going through, don't quit. He may have taken your wife out. He may have taken your husband out. He may have taken your kids out. He may have taken whatever is your job. He may try to make you bitter and make you upset. He or have someone in the church hurt you. Say words that doesn't don't you don't even know, man. People walk right up to you and say things they don't even know what they're saying. It's the devil. He uses everyone. Even Peter he tried to use. And Jesus told Peter, Get behind me, Satan. Because Peter told Jesus not to die for him. But listen to this. Verse 65 says, listen to this. And he said, Therefore I have said to you that no one can come to me. He's talking about him and the Father, the Holy Spirit are one. But we go on to verse 67. I'm sorry, verse 65. And he said, Therefore I have said to you that no one can come to me unless it has been granted to him by the Father. From that time, many of his disciples went back and they walked with him no more. This is detrimental. This is sad. They left. Then Jesus said to the twelve, Do you also want to go away? Wow. Wow. That is just amazingly sad. But Simon and Peter answered him and said, Lord, to whom... Shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Peter's like, where do I go? There's nothing to go back to. Believers, listen to me. Jesus is saying to you, there's nothing to go back to in this life. There's no more booze. It doesn't make you happy. Pornography doesn't make you happy. In fact, that's what's destroying the world. You wonder why you got so many viruses. Jesus is saying, no more lying, no more stealing. Stop it. Come to me. Will you come to me? You want to be happy? Have you lost your job? Have you lost your house? Have you lost your your, your way in life? Are you addicted to things you shouldn't be? This is what Peter's saying. I have nowhere to go. You have the words to eternal life. Wow, I'm excited. Listen to this. Also, we have come to to believe and know that you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. In verse 70 says, Then Jesus answered them. Okay, listen to this. This is the the big wham-bammo, man. This is the one that gets me going. It's hard for me to preach this sermon, man. It really is. This sermon took two weeks for me to get on my knees to preach because the enemy hates me. He hates what I'm doing for him because I preach his message for free. And believers, Jesus, oh man, I'm just so, please listen to me. Verse 70 says, Jesus answered them, did I not choose the 12 and one one of you is the devil? Judas was possessed by the devil. 
He spoke of Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon, for it was, for it was he who would betray him, being one of the twelve. And and basically, that's going to end chapter 6, but we're going to go to John chapter 13 now. And, but we're going to preach on Judas Iscariot on verse 71, because doesn't it always start with pride? We think we have something better than others. And then what happens? We fall on our face. Pride comes before fall. Listen, church, believers, non-believers, I don't care who is listening. Whatever you're going through, don't be a Judas. There's a way out. Listen, God handpicked Judas. Judas was a preacher. Listen, I bet you didn't know that. Yeah, he was. He was ca- he casted out demons, but then he got one in him. Jesus gave that authority. But you may think, oh, well, he was never saved then. No, he, he, was, he allowed Satan to come into his heart. We're going to get into that. He never sought the Lord's forgiveness. And that's the key. He tried to undo what he did to Jesus, but he allowed Satan to tell him to hang himself. He never, ever, ever stopped and said, Lord, forgive me. And if he did that, God would have forgave him. He would have. Now, I want to read this. John chapter 13, 13, it says, Christ washed the disciples' feet. Now, before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come, that he should depart from the world to the Father, having loved his own, who were in the world, he loved them to the end. And, and, and supper being ended, the devil have already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simonson, to betray him. And Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going to God, rose up from supper and he laid aside his garments and he took a towel and he girded himself. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel, which which he had which he is girded which which he was girded. Then he came to Simon Peter, and Peter said to him, "Lord, Lord, are you washing my feet?" And Jesus answered and said to him, "What I'm doing, you do not understand now, but you do. But you will know after this. It's amazing." Jesus is now gathering his disciples. Listen to me. He's now gathering his disciples. He's now he's now washing their feet. He's now giving them a chance to say, I forgive you. He's now saying, I know which one of yours is Satan. He's saying, you, you, I know who you are. Listen, this is deep because John 13 talks about Jesus and Jesus and Judas and he talks about the Judas in your life. Jesus talks about the Judas in your life. Podcast listeners, Jesus talks about your ex-wife, your husband, the ones who stabbed you, your, your children, your friends, the best friend that you thought in a business deal that would take care of you, sticks you in the back, whoever it may be or whatever it may be, God knows what you're going through. And let me tell you this, the devil put it in their heart to stick you. Should you hate them? No, no. Listen, Jesus is at the critical point now. He's telling Peter, he's going to wash Peter's feet and 
Peter's like, wow, we're sinners, man. We don't deserve this. But Jesus, Jesus Christ showed his forgiveness. And, and, and he took that towel. And it's just, it brings tears to me just to know that, you know, Jesus knew what he was going to do before he did it. And he took his feet and he washed them. Wow. He washed them. Listen, he, he took the towel and he girded himself. After that, he poured the water in the basin and he began to wash his disciples' feet and wipe them with the towel which he, which he was girded. Then he came to Simon Peter and Peter said to him, Lord, you're washing my feet. And Jesus answered and said to him, what I'm doing, you do not understand now, but you will after this. And Peter said to him, you shall never wash my feet. But Jesus was talking about forgiveness. Jesus wants to forgive us. Church, listen. He wants to forgive us. Jesus wants to forgive us. He wants to show us that He loves us. Jesus answered him and said, If I do not wash you, you have no part with me. Basically, you don't want my forgiveness then, He's telling Peter. And listen to this. And Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Man, Jesus, Peter wanted to be cleaned. Man, he wanted it. He, he's thinking, here is a chance. Here is a, here is, this is a, such a symbolic uh, thing to show his disciples. And Peter is standing before God. Wow. What a chance. What a one-time opportunity in life. He's sitting there and he's washing his feet. And Peter is about to just say, wow, I can't believe this. You're wa- what? You know what? Throw me in the whole jacuzzi then wash. I want it all, man. I want to be cleaned from head to toe. And we can be cleaned. Believers, we can be cleaned from the Judas Iscariot inside of us. We can be cleaned from this evilness that Satan tries to put in our heart. He's a murderer. He's a liar. He's a deceiver. Listen to me. I'm begging you, believers, listen to me. The Bible talks about forgiveness. Do you know that if you don't forgive somebody, it's God God can't forgive you? Listen to this. Matthew 6.14 says that, For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But here's where Satan gets you on the next one. But if you do not forgive others, their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. Ooh, wow, I bet you didn't know that one. So watch yourselves. Listen. Get rid of all bitterness. Ephesians 4, 31, 32. Rage and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. 32 says, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as in Christ God forgave you. Wow. How do I do that? You don't understand He did this, she did that. He did this, she did that. God says, I don't want to hear it. I've cleansed you. And this is the problem today. We get upset. Something doesn't go our way, we get upset. We we do the Judas. Listen, Simon Peter said to him, Lord, my feet only, not only, not, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus Christ has power to forgive our sins. And he gave, he gave Judas, which means praise in Hebrew, a chance to be forgiven. 
but he would not rest in the Lord Jesus Christ's forgiveness. Listen to this. Verse 10 says, Jesus said to him, he who is bathed, who Jesus said, Jesus said to him, he who is bathed needs only to wash his feet, but is completely clean. And you are clean, but not all of you. Listen to this. For he knew who would betray him. Therefore he said, you are not all clean. Look, he's given him a chance. Jesus has given us a chance. He's given us a chance before we commit that crime, before we do that sin, before we do that rotten thing called sin to others. He's saying, I know who you are. So when he had washed their feet, he had taken his garments and sat down again. And he said to them, do, do you know that I have done to you? Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you say, well, for so I am. Verse 14 says, if I then your Lord and teacher have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. He's talking about forgiveness. We need to forgive. That's the quickest thing that Satan wants to do is, is try to bury bitterness in you. It'll eat you. It'll give you cancer. I've met so many women with breast cancer and they come to me, pastor, I was so bitter over the years. I had vasectomies. I've had so much stuff done to me because I just was so bitter. Please preach to people about this. I'm like, okay, if you, if you so say it, don't let them be bitter, pastor. Don't let them hold on to that guilt, that bitterness, that, that anger. Because it's cancer. It eats you slowly. To And it erodes you. And that's what it did to Judas. It ate him to the point where he killed himself. And the Bible doesn't say that he went to heaven. Nowhere. Believers, listen to me. The Bible's clear. It says, do you know that I have done to you? You call me teacher and the Lord and you say, well, for so I am. Verse 14 says, if I then your Lord and teacher have washed your feet, also you ought to wash one another's. That means forgive one another. It doesn't mean that you have to invite them back in your home and worship them. But forgive them from a love them from a distance and forgive them before it becomes this wild animal of fire in your life where you can't put it out, where you're so upset you don't want to go to church anymore. You're so mad because, oh, that pastor said something and it hurt my feelings. Oh, it hurt my feelings. Yeah, well, your feelings change. And the word of God never returns void. So don't hate the pastor. Listen, for I have given you an example that you should do as I have done. He's telling, I gave you an example. Jesus gave us an example we say that we're holy we say that we love god we say that we love jesus who is god but then we we don't forgive our offenders we don't know what they did to me yeah jesus knows and he forgives you i i don't have the power to forgive but jesus christ in you can that's the biggest thing I want to tell you. Listen, and we're almost we're almost done. It's important because I've given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. Most assuredly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is he who sent is sent greater than he who has sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you, man. If you, if you do them, right on. You know it. Good for you. Now go tell others. I don't speak concerning all of you. Listen, and he's not. I know I know who I have chosen. Like I said, Jesus chose his 12. 
but that the scripture may be fulfilled. And he, he who eats the bread with me has lifted up his heel against me. And now I tell you, before it comes, that when it does come to pass, you may believe that I am he. And most assuredly, I say to you, he who receives, whomever I sent receives me. And he who receives me receives him who sent me. Three in one. Believers, listen to me. Jesus Christ loves you. The enemy wants to destroy you. The Bible talks about in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 11, to put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schisms, man. Listen, no weapon forged against you will prevail that you will refute every tongue that accuses you. Satan is an accuser. He wants to accuse you. This is the heritage. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And this is their vindication for me. Vindication for me declares the Lord. James chapter 4, 8 says that, Come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Listen, be alert. First Peter 5, 8 says it's spiritual warfare. Be alert and sober-minded. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. He wants to, he wants to separate you. From Jesus, he wants to separate that plan that he has in your life for God. He wants to take everything that God has given you and crush it under his feet. Don't let him do that. God has a plan for you. Jesus Christ loves you. Jesus Christ wants to know you. Jesus Christ wants to grow you. Listen to me. Jesus Christ wants to show you. Listen. This message is going all around the world. As we're going through this coronavirus and these sicknesses, you see the world changing. You see the, you see, I mean, listen, we're living in the end times. Satan is working overtime. He wants to de- try to destroy our relationship. He wants to make people think things that are not true. We need to stick to the gospel. The gospel is the message. It's not the tickle my ear message where you go to church and you hear something that's happy, 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 and you go home, 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 and forget what you heard. It's about acquiring a message and the Word of God and putting it in your heart and walking in life. We need to be ready, church. The end times are here. Jesus Christ is coming back soon. God is coming for the church. And if you're not ready, you're going to be left behind. The rapture is going to take place. Jesus is coming. These viruses are just a sign. The earthquakes, pestilence, it's all here. The Bible talks about it. What are we doing? Are we, are we being obedient? Are we loving one another? Are we allowing uh, us to seek the Lord's forgiveness and, 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 and lay, on his, lay on His side on Jesus' uh, thoughts, not our own? It's spiritual warfare. Peter knew it. Our hearts got to be right. And when Jesus had said these things, listen to verse 21, he, he was troubled in his spirit. And he testified and said, Most assuredly I say to you, one of you will betray me. Then the disciples looked at one another, perplexed about what he spoke. Now there was a leaning on Jesus' bosom. One of his disciples, whom Jesus loved, Simon Peter, therefore motioned to him to ask who it was. Of whom he spoke. Then leaning back on Jesus' breast, he said to him, Lord, who is it? Here comes the here comes the part where how could it be? How could this be that one of us turn on you? Listen, 
Judas was with Jesus for three years. Wow! Jesus was close to Judas. Judas knew he was in charge of the money. Judas was close. And so, it's it's crazy how you think you can't turn on someone, but really? we got to watch their fruit. And Jesus is giving them a chance. Jesus is giving not only a chance for those brothers to restore him. That's why he took them there to wash their feet for forgiveness. But he's given them a way out of sin. And he wants the believers, his fellow disciples, to gather them up and eat with them and say, Hey, bro, it's all right, man. We're here for you. We know you're going to dog Jesus. We know you're going to turn on him. We know you're going to slap him in the face. We know you're going to turn him in, you dirty rat. But hey, listen. We love you. You can, re- you can be forgiven. Come on, dirty dog. You can do it. I mean, that's what they really want to probably say. But, but now they're like, I knew it. Because you know, he's always dipping into the money, taking it out. And it's so funny. He sold them for 30 pieces of silver. We're going to see that later. But, but verse 26 says, listen to this, man. But Jesus answered it. And he, he says to him, who I shall give a piece of bread. Whom I have dipped it in. And he's dipping it in the hummus. He's got the hummus. He's going to dip it. I know it's hummus. Because I make the best hummus. Everyone knows me. I'm the hummus guy. And he wanted hummus. It's Yossi. It's hummus. It's Listen. Jesus Christ dips this bread in the hummus. And you know he's smelling it. The garbanzo beans are on there. He's mmm. He's, and he's dipping it in there. And you know. Nobody wants to eat it because they're scared. Who they don't know who the who the rat is. They're like, that's probably the best hummus ever made. I mean, and he's eating the hummus. He dips it in there. Check it out. He dips the he dips the hummus in the bread. I mean, okay, if you're Jewish, you'll know that. It, <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, and so then leaning back to Jesus' breast, he said to him, "Lord, who is it?" Okay, here's where he's gonna. He, Jesus answered, and he says. Who I shall give a piece of bread when I dipped it, dipped it, and having dipped it in the hummus, well, it doesn't say hummus, but we know it's hummus. He dips the bread. He gave it to Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. Now, after the piece of bread, here's where I wanted to show you guys. Right here, Satan entered him. Ooh! Right when he gives him the bread, Satan entered him. He just. Then Jesus said to him. You don't like my hummus? No, I'm just kidding. It doesn't say that. He says, listen, he says, then Jesus said to him, what you do, do it quickly, quickly. Listen to this. But no one, no one at the table knew for what reason he said it to this time. No, listen to this. But no one at the table knew for what reason he said this to him. For some thought it because Judas had the money box that Jesus had said to him. Buy those things which we need for the feast. Or that he should give something to the poor. Having received the piece of bread. He then went out immediately. And it was night. Oh. Wow. Wow. He dipped it in the bread and the devil went in him. He dipped it in the bread and the devil went in him. He thought about cheating on his wife. And he put his. And he bought a box of. You know what. Went to go visit the woman in the hotel room. And the devil went in him. He had a thought about going to the store and robbing the liquor store and the devil went in him. He had a thought about slandering somebody behind their back and stealing their money and the devil went in him. 
He had a thought about a wife. He put a thought into a, a beautiful wife with, with kids to go out and lay with another man and deny it. And the devil went in her. Are you allowing the devil to go in you? Listen. Are you allowing Satan to plant those thoughts so much, so much, so much, so much, so much, where he goes in you? Let's not do that. Oh, I can't be a Judas, not me. There was only one Judas. No, no. Oh, no. There's a lot of Judases. But you don't got to walk anymore. You don't got to walk anymore upset. And that's what Jesus is saying. I'm going to wash your feet. Listen, if your wife cheated on you, if your, if your dog ran away and bit the neighbor and sued you and you hate him before it, stop it. Jesus came and he washed, he's washing your feet. This is the message today. Suck it up, ask for forgiveness, and move on. We can't change the future. We can't change the past, I'm sorry. But we can change the future. Satan uses our past to rob our future. And he wants us to sit in this depression, this me, me, me. And that's what Judas did. He walked out that night. And Satan went in him. He did the deed. He should have stopped right there when Jesus was washing their feet and said, he should have got up and said, Jesus, wash my feet too. And Jesus would have took that bowl, that basin, and he would have walked up to that Judas backstabber who we got to love and forgive. And guess what? Jesus would have washed his feet and he would have told him, I know what you're going to do to me, but it was supposed to happen because it's fulfilled in the scriptures that I have to die for your souls for your sins I have to die for your sins wow and it would have been done and Judas never would have hung himself stop it stop right now wherever you're at whoever you are stop let's not get to the Judas point and if you are a Judas repent right now say Lord Jesus forgive me I'm a Judas I slept around on my husband behind his back. I laid with another man. I know my husband will never forgive me. Maybe he will. He should. But I know he never has to take me back. This is what the Bible is talking about. Leave them to God. Leave the Judases to God and deal with your own Judas. Stop it before you get to that point and say, Lord, wash my feet. Lord Jesus, wash my feet. I'm a sinner. I need my feet washed. Don't let yourself get to that point and allow the devil to rob you of your joy. Don't allow Satan to rob your joy. Don't let him destroy your family. Don't let him take you down a road that you never want to go to. Please, don't play with the devil. Play with Jesus. Have Jesus in your life. Jesus loves you and he has a plan for you. Father, we come before you, Lord. We thank you. Lord, we know it's about your forgiveness and mercy. Lord, we don't want to be the Judas. And we don't want to become Judas. Lord, help us, Father. Forgive us for our sins and forgive the ones who wronged us, who wrongfully persecuted us. There's always a way out of sin. And you know that, Father. And if we just let you wash our feet before we get to that part, Lord, we know that you will forgive us, take our sins, bury them in the abyss never throw them in our face. Father, you said that in Romans, therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. So right now, I just pray by your name, Jesus, 
Amen. And thank you for growing in His Word. Growing in His Word podcast was made for verse by verse, chapter by chapter. And we want to reach out to everybody and let them know that we're here for them. If you want to email us, I'm Pastor Joseph. And we love you guys. And we're going to hit John chapter 7 next week. We're going to get on to chapter 7. And we thank you for joining uh, us at, at and growing in his word.com. We love you guys. And God bless America. And God bless the world, whoever listens to these sermons. In Jesus' name, amen.